Right, uh, and we have a former Springbok on the line, a Big Joe, Joe Fanikark, and he is all the way in the rugged rainforest nation uh, in Central America, that is Costa Rica. Joe, thank you so much for joining me on Sports Talk. Oh, absolute pleasure, Buckley. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure to be talking to you and um, a lot to talk about, really. But I want to start off with your glittering rugby career. And it really was a glittering career. Uh, a, a lot of people, you know, supported you. You were a, a big Springbok. We, you are somebody who had a number of games for the Springbok, over half a century of matches uh, or caps for the Springboks. And you, of course, uh, even went on to captain the likes of Toulon uh, and so forth. Just talk me through about uh, talk me through your career and what it actually did for you as a human being uh, with everything that you uh, would have experienced. Well, uh, yeah, thanks so much for, for once again, thanks so much for having me here, Buclair. Uh Yeah, no, uh, rugby uh, in a whole gave me so much. Um, I Where I am currently now in the Southern Pacific zone of Costa Rica, um, we own an organic farm and healing sanctuary. And, um, you know, rugby basically gave me the opportunity to be able to uh, put this vision into reality. Um, and so... From the playing days back in South Africa all the way through to Toulon, every single one of those um, uh, chances that I had to play at that level uh, was was an absolute pleasure and 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 a gift in all because uh, it gave me the opportunity to to start something here yeah, where we've where we've really been able to help a lot of people and um, and you know sort of pioneering pioneering in a new kind of way of life in a sense. How do you then go from a rugby player to a transformational retreat owner in Costa Rica? How did that switch even happen? Well, I, I, I originally came out to Costa Rica a couple of times after my rugby career. And uh, and I've been searching, uh, just basically coming on holiday and feeling out the place. And I, and I fell in love with Costa Rica. Um, where we are here, it's uh, very much in the in the jungle, and um, you're you're in such union with nature, and um, and you're just an organic way of life. So, so yeah. So the actual path to getting here, I think, um, I after I finished my rugby career, I had a, a kind of a an epiphany, and it was that uh, the day that I finished playing uh, was in Toulon, in the south of France. Mm. Um, I woke up and my whole body was just in absolute inflammation and pain. And it was in that moment that I said to myself, I'm going to shift my life and transform, um, transform everything uh, up until this point. And, and from that moment, um, I did kind of a 360 degree in the opposite direction. And that was uh, basically um, changing, uh, changing a lot of things uh, in my life. And, one of those things was just uh, living an organic life, you know, being more conscious, being more aware, um, uh, and and so, so yeah. So and that was not always. Um, how can I say it wasn't an easy route through. But um, now uh, where I'm placed, I'm kind of uh, in. The, I'm in, in the support support of people in their journeys and in their processes, and so. So yeah, so it's been a it's been a, a wild ride, if I can put it like that. But um, but this is definitely where my passion lies, 
Um, rugby, rugby gave me so much uh, for so many years. I was fortunate enough to play for, I think, 13 years professionally. Mm. Um, and I've got so much gratitude to, to, to that path that I've gone through. And, and now I'm shifting into what it, what it actually is, is we hold retreats. Uh, so we allow facilitators, uh, transformational retreat facilitators to come in. And what they do is they hold a week-long program where people can come in and really connect with nature, uh, connect with themselves, live more out of the heart, mm. um, and, and, yeah, and get um, some really uh, good nutrition into their bodies. Um, and yeah, open up their hearts and open up their minds to to what the potential is in each individual. I mean, uh, the kind of life that you're living where you are supporting others generally would stem from having had to be supported or maybe not getting that support when you needed it. Uh, and, and I want to go back to that. I mean, uh, you rock up at Western Province as a, a blonde-haired 23-year-old. Um, your father passed in your teens. What kind of support did you require at that stage? And how did that need end up translating into where you are today? Well, I think I think you know, as a, as a junior, as a, as a youngster, um, I could never really fathom that losing your father at such a young age. And you know, I mean, I know a lot of many people out there have lost uh, loved ones, and we're going through a very tormentuous time in the world at the moment. So, um, I just didn't realize how much that actually affected me at that time. Um, I had to then become the man of the family in a sense, so step up to the plate. And uh, obviously I had a mother who was was like a rock and who guided me a lot of the way and mm. helped me a lot of the way. Um, but I realized within my 20s, I realized that I hadn't quite dealt with the trauma of losing uh, my father when I was a youngster. Um, and and so through the process of playing and um, and then and then obviously leaving uh, South Africa and going to Toulon, I, I, I started to realize that the answers that I was that I was searching for were within. They weren't without. They weren't out there in in the reality that I was living. It was within me. And so um, that that was a profound kind of uh, realization that that all the answers are within us. You know, um, and obviously there are people, mentors, and people that have supported and, and guided. Um, and I'm also super grateful for them. Um, but yeah, that was, that was something which when you're a child, you can't really understand how, um, or why, um, something like that happens. Mm. And I think that was the very first lesson that I had of impermanence, um, in this world that, you know, on a daily basis, people are taken away from us or, let us say that they transition into a, a different, uh, a different dimension or a different place. And so, um, so yeah, so that, so we're all dealing with that, you know, life and death, uh, rebirth, all of these things, um, transformation. Um, I'm, I'm truly inspired by transformation. I think, um, you know, it's not necessarily becoming a better person, but it's, it's really connecting into the heart and, and, um, and, and living a life where, where, you know, you think of others and you are in a process of, of, of being there for them. And when that happens, when the, the greatest feeling in the world for me is like when someone has gone through a, a massive passage, when something has come up for them, uh, most of the time it's really personal things. Maybe they've lost someone in their life or, or they're 
in depression or they're in a just in a dark place. Um, and when they come out of that, um, there's nothing better than being in support of that. And when you see their faces light up and you see the smile and you see the true self come through, mm. it's, it's, uh, it's so inspiring. And through that process, I feel like there's, uh, there's, there's, there's an energy that's created. And as well as that person gets healed, as well as I get healed. So it's like a, a double whammy in one shot. And I think that that is the greatest gift um, that, that I've been given on this path. Uh, Big Joe, before I let you go, I just want to find out, has this outlook on life um, that you have rubbed off on any of your old mates that you had played with in your professional days? I, I, I you know, I, I've been, uh, I've been con- con- constantly uh, uh, kind of in a, in putting out a vibration and energy that I, I realize that when players come to the end of their career, um, it, it can be a very daunting time for them and it could for, for some, they move into something else uh, um, pretty smoothly. And, uh, but then there's others that, you know, battle once they've lost that identity of who they thought they were, which was the rugby player. Um, once they lose that or once they've been, they were professional sportsmen for a lot of their life. And then once that ends, you know, they're not, um, they're not revered and they're not being put in the press and they're not, their name isn't being, uh, put in the papers every every weekend, mm. and so that like kind of loss of identity can be really tough. Um, and so for me, I'm I think my process and my path has been pretty much kind of trying to transcend that and and really realizing who are we? Are we are we the sportsman, or is or is that just a facet of who we are? Um, and then the realization after that of that I am enough. I am enough. Mm. That is it. Like I am enough. Like Regardless, like if I'm not in the papers, I'm not in the newspapers, I'm not on the news, um, all of these things, um, it's, it's, it's actually irrelevant once you realize that your heart, in your heart, you are already enough. I mean, the kind of lessons that you could uh, teach to any uh, human being, really, uh, that there are enough, um, Joe Fanikark. Uh, regarding, um, a quick one, regarding what's happening, this pandemic that's happening currently across the world, uh, I know that uh, Costa Rica is sitting at just, what, under 400 cases at the moment. How is it there? How's the experience? Is there a lockdown? And, and, and what kind of uh, um, precautions are you taking? Yeah, so we, as soon as we heard, uh, as soon as we heard what was going on, we kind of went into lockdown mode. So we confined um, ourselves from interaction. We had the social distancing, and we 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 really uh, Costa Rica has been very proactive. Uh, the government has been very proactive in terms of, you know, um, giving sending out the right information so that the people really understand that, you know the virus is passed in certain ways and that we have the ability and the, the power within us to be able to confine that virus. And so what we've been doing here on the farm uh, where I stay is we're actually, we're in confinement and we do uh, use social distancing. So we're not uh, going out of the farm uh, at all. Uh, there are people that are going to obviously get some supplies and things like that. But, um, but overall, yeah, I would say that, that we've really, knuckled down and we've we've concentrated specifically for the last like i think it's been about almost three weeks now that we've been in confinement so we've been really uh judicious in the way that we've done it and um uh yeah i think i think just generally from what's going on it's it's uh 
it can be perceived in many different ways. And I think that I look at it more from a positive perspective. I know that there's a lot of people that are suffering out there and, and my prayers and my well wishes are with them. And, um, and, and may, may all of that suffering be, be eased and be reduced for, for people that are going through it. But the way that I perceive it, we've, we've obviously done the quarantine now. So we're clean, uh, from any viruses. And I, I just feel that now is a, is a great opportunity to, to create in your own space as well as to, uh, to really connect with yourself. Um, this world is full with so many distractions and it pulls us really off of who we truly are. And so this time is, is definitely a time for that, for self-exploration. If you have any nature near you and you can get into nature or you can connect or you can get into some spring water or things like this, this can really help a lot um, in terms of your own energy field and cleansing that. So, so yeah, so my prayers and my well wishes with everyone out there who's going through some form of suffering at the moment. Um, we are well aware, obviously, of the magnitude of this of this virus and 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 what kind of turmoil it's creating. But I think we as individuals uh, have the opportunity here to 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 remain positive. And I don't say that lightly. You know, I don't say that we got to run out there and be oh so optimistic and positive without a true real genuine feeling inside that 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 we are um we are powerful we are people uh, empowered to be able to make the right choices around the around the virus as well as um to look within and and for a change not be as distracted in our lives and get to spend time with loved ones if you can obviously with the social distancing but but loved ones, send them your love, send them your, your well wishes, pray for them. Um, you know, uh, that in one way I feel has also brought us kind of closer together in some way. An absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Buchle, absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. That is Big Joe, Joe Van Niekerk, former Springbok eighthman, And of course, you would have seen him don the jerseys of Western Province, uh, the Lions. Uh, he's also been overseas to Toulon and he's captained them as well. And of a decorated South African rugby player. Now, the owner of Rama Organica, which is an organic farm in Costa Rica, where they offer transformational retreats. What a man. It's just gone three minutes to eight.